Welcome. This is The Drip, episode 13, week 14. Regular season, done. This is going to be a little bit of an interesting episode. Um, My co-host is not able to make it this week. I easily could have gotten somebody to fill in, but, you know, on short notice, we're just going to see how this goes. Talking to myself right now. A little weird. Uh, But yeah, we'll see how it goes. I went to a work holiday party last night, and I'm feeling residual effects. So, who even knows if this episode is going to make it? Could just say, nah, and just skip next week, because I don't even think anyone's listening anymore. But with that, I think we move into recaps. So, last week, we had quite the battle. The number one and number two facing off to win the first seed win their own division, and one came out on top. His name is Driscoll. Can you chill? My Alexa back there is making noise. It's not not happy with me, but... So, Driscoll came out on top, 134.66, to Jeff's 115.56. This one is a little surprising. I thought that... Jeff's juggernaut of a team was going to do much better, and I think he did too. Um, going through it, Joe Burrow had 20. C-Mac, you know, he had almost 30. He's ridiculous, but the surprising numbers, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, George Kittle, they all got under 10 points. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? Metcalf is still doing, you know, he's getting 15. I feel like he's been pretty consistent all year, so that's kind of good, but, you know, everyone else kind of... I wouldn't say shit the bed, but Nick Chubb's been very interesting lately. Not doing too much for the Browns, but I don't know. Maybe it's because Deshaun's in there, and he just doesn't like handing the ball off. Who knows? Um, they were down a lot of the game, so that's probably why they didn't run it very much. He only had 14 carries, but he actually caught three passes, so um, had that going for him. But, you know, he had Garrett Wilson, got him 10 points, six catches for 80 yards. Uh, Dan Carlson... I think he's gotten, like, double-digit points almost every week this week. I mean, every week this season. Uh, so that's not fair. Uh, and then Bengals D, eight points against his own running back. Uh, did not work out for him this time. Sometimes it does. Thank you, Max. Uh, on his bench, he made some good sits. Uh, Jalen Warren, who actually doesn't have him on his roster anymore, only got him three. But uh, Devontae Smith, he's kind of real hot right now. Uh, but Jeff didn't really trust it. He ended up getting 64 yards and a touchdown on his bench. Nerd. Dawson Knox continues to not play. He ended up getting 40 yards and a touchdown. Nerd. Jeff, you can't score points on the bench, man. What are we doing here? Just getting ridiculous at this point. Kittle only got you four. Dawson Knox could have gotten you 12. But I don't think it would have mattered. Because, smooth segue to Driscoll's team. Um, he chose correctly this week in the everlasting battle of Tua or Dak. Uh, Dak got him 15, Tua would have gotten him 14, but he had a good play there. And then the rest of his team was very good. Uh, the only surprising one, Stephon Diggs, only got him 5, but Eckler Pollard and Tyreek Hill, all three got 20 points. Surprisingly, Evan Ingram got him 33. Absolutely bonkers. He had a Tyreek Hill kind of day. 11 catches, 162 yards, and two touchdowns. 
where did he come from? Like, I know he's good. I know the Jacksonville offense is kind of popping right now, but this came out of nowhere. And, of course, it's on Driscoll's team, because why not? Uh, Chris Cotter only got him 50 yards, you know, seven points. Uh, his kicker was putting up a fight with Jeff's kicker, Michael Badgley. He got him 12 points, but Buccaneers defense, negative two and a half. Yeesh. Bad start. Um, he had the Broncos defense on the bench. That's unfortunate, but, I mean, who would start the Broncos defense? Who would start any defense against Kansas City? That'd just be silly. Um, if they didn't have, looking at the stats here, if they didn't have three interceptions and a couple sacks, they would have had exactly the same game as the Buccaneers. So, kind of hard to choose there, but it doesn't matter. He got the big fat dub. So, good for you, Driscoll. You got number one seed um, moving into the playoffs, which we'll get to that. But um, moving on to the next matchup of my division, West is the best. Uh, Rob, number three at the Good Boys versus Greedy Greedy Bang Gang. Um, this one was interesting. I think everyone saw it going one way, and Matt did not like that. He took it personally. Um, he ended up destroying the number three in the league. 146.5 to 123.68. What? Who? 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 When? Who? Matt? Who? Crazy. He had Kirk Cousins go off, 33 points, thrown to Justin Jefferson, 29 points. The man had 223 yards on 11 catches. Didn't even have a touchdown, and he almost got 30 points. Just not fair. Um, Matt got 146 points with T. Higgins going, leaving the game early, getting him 0.0. That's just how dominant this team was. Um, Fryermuth, I feel like he's just been, when he's not hurt, he's just very consistent as a tight end. You know, he gets all the targets, steals them from my George Pickens, but that's fine. I'm not holding it against him. Um, but DeAndre Swift only got him five. Jarek McKinnon, great pickup, got him almost 30. Um, and then Mike Williams. So this was the Monday night game, uh, Miami versus the Chargers. Actually, was that the Sunday night game? I don't know. doesn't matter. It was last game on uh, this matchup, last player. And I'm sitting here wanting to get into the playoffs by... Matt hopefully losing and me beating Andrew. That was the goal. But then um I think what the what it shook out to was DeAndre Hopkins, he needed to get a lot of points on Monday night, and then Mike Williams needed to get like nothing. But that didn't happen, obviously. Mike Williams got twenty and DeAndre only got nine. But you know, I'll talk about Rob's team in a second. Um another good pickup, which we kind of talked about last week. Uh, we being Matt and I, uh, he had the Raiders defense, which nine points is pretty solid for a defense, especially just a quick pickup um, that whenever they're playing the Rams, it would have been a lot higher if Baker didn't completely just march down the field and win the game, but still pretty solid. But it didn't matter because his whole team just destroyed and they picked up where uh, his defense couldn't. But Rob didn't, he didn't go down and just lay down and take it. He had a really good game, too. He had 123 points, um, led, of course, by Josh Allen and Jamar Chase. They both had about 23. Josh Jacobs, um, on that Thursday night game, had 18. So, you know, you're thinking, man, this is going to be great. Rob's going to win, yada, yada, yada. False. 
Damian Pierce, David Darrell Pierce. He is hurt, unfortunately, uh, but not before he got a touchdown. 11 points out of him. 22 carries, which that's just back to what the Texans should be doing, is just feeding Pierce and not looking back. Um, but he's hurt, so we'll see if uh, Sexy Rex Burkhead is going to fill in the shoes or um, Okunwabu. I don't. I definitely pronounced that way wrong, but we're going to see if that's right. Um, Ogunbuale. Who knows? I need I need fact check Phil here, but um, like I said, Jamar Chase twenty three, CD Lamp only got him like five points. Very interesting, but not to fear. David Njoku was here, got him fifteen. Bills defense twelve. No one else really performed though. Deshaun Watson's on his bench. He got him eighteen, but you know you're not gonna start him over Josh Allen. Just a just a tough day in the office for the good boys, but. Matt, congrats on the win. Congrats on getting into the playoffs. Um, this game was great. This next matchup, terrible. Um, <laughs> it was just bad. J.O. and Clint, something clever versus something fruity. And I wanted something fruity in this matchup, but I just didn't get it. J.O. had 87.98 fresh off his wedding. Clint... I think he was just like, hey, man, you just got married. Let me give you a win. Let me just gift wrap this for you. I don't want to thank you note, but here it is. 56.26 points. That is very close to the lowest in the league ever. We kind of did a little deep dive. Uh, The lowest is actually J.O. at 50.50, which is hilarious. But um, I don't even know if I'd want to go through this matchup, but I guess I will. Justin Herbert got J.O. 21. Uh, P. Ryan, Barkley, Evans, and Travis Homer all got under 10. Um, pretty much his whole team got under 10. His saving grace was Jake Elliott and the Chiefs defense, weirdly enough. 28 total points scored by the by the Broncos, but the Chiefs defense still got 15. Um, so, like, with the points allowed, he would have got negative, but they had a pick six and, like, I don't know, 10 sacks, something like that. Like, it was ridiculous. Wild game. Very fun to watch, but um, definitely hopped on J.O. So, hope you're enjoying your honeymoon, buddy. On the other side of this, Clint had a very unfortunate situation. Monday night, Kyler Murray, third play of the game, scrambles over, uh, tries to slide or something. I don't even know. Turf Monster destroyed him, and he tore his ACL. He gone. He is out. Uh, Clint already dropped him off the roster. And he's looking for a new quarterback. So we'll see what, who he picks up and uh, puts in that place. But very tough scene because he really wanted to win here. But doesn't matter. Even though he lost, he's still in the playoffs as number two spot right behind J.O. So, you know, I'll still go through his team. His shining stars were Amon Ross St. Brown and Brandon Ayuk. They both had around 10 or 12. But other than that, De- uh, Deontay Foreman only had eight. Jeff Wilson got hurt, only had two. Man, everyone just got hurt on this team. Uh, Rashad White only eight. Same as Hawkinson. And then the Seahawks defense against Carolina. One point. Oofda, baby. Um, It looks like, if I remember correctly, uh, Clint had a... Did you have 100% max? Let's find out. Oh, no. (laughs) Not even close. Uh, 79.6% of his maximum points. He could have had 110. 
and did not get that. Um, we already talked about it in the chat, but uh, Matt was 100% of his points at 146, and so was Rob at 123. Rob got most efficient manager for some reason. No idea why. But congrats, Rob. Who knows? Um, going back to the matchup, though. Actually, no. We're done with this matchup. It, it makes me sad looking at it. Uh, going to the next one, Max, the Costanzas, versus something cleverer. Uh, Max needed something to happen here. He was playoff hopeful. He needed to score a bunch of points, and he did quite the opposite. Only got 97. Uh, Ricky got 103.48. Um, I don't know. Ricky Ricky's team is so interesting. I don't know what to think about it, but um, P. Holmes got 25, which is you know very average for him. And then Jamal Williams only got three. That's a very interesting backfield situation. Like, they don't know if they want down, uh, Swift getting the touches. They don't know if Jamal Williams is getting touches. Who knows? But uh, Joe Mixon, happy to see him back. 11 points. Juju. Juju Mugumbo, 17.9. And Adam Thielen finally making the lineup. Got him 16 points. 65 yards and a tud. Um, I think everyone is, everyone is getting touchdowns that game, so... Uh, good for you, Ricky. Greg Dolchich, he only had five. Uh, I mean, he's getting targets. He had eight. only caught three of them. I didn't watch too closely. I don't know if those were batted down, drops, whatever. But um, only five points from him and Devin Singletary. Uh, Matt Gay got him seven. And the Ravens defense, a great pickup, great investment, got him 11. Um, he did drop them, though. So curious to see who he picks up. But ended up getting the win. Um, I think the only way Max could have gotten into the playoffs was by points. So it really didn't matter if he won or lost. He just needed to score. And Jared Goff tried. He tried very hard. Uh, 32 points from him. But, you know, his running backs, they didn't really get the memo. Dalvin Cook is having a rough year. Only got him eight points. ETN only got three, which is very surprising. Tennessee's run defense is very good, though. So, I mean... I don't know what I expected out of that, but Debo Samuel, he, I don't know, he busted his knee too. He's only out a few games, but ended up getting him 12. Dalton Schultz, the the apple of Max's eye, got him 11. Continues to double-digit points. Where is he at in the rankings for tight ends right now? He's only at 16. Very surprising. Maybe because he didn't play for a lot of the first season, but he's been very good to Max. And then uh, Harris Butker. Harrison Butker, sorry, he got 11 points, so that's good. Other than that, you know, like his bench didn't really do much either. He has a lot of injuries. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it for this one. I had Max winning, Ricky won. We'll, we'll get to Riverboat Gramblers and Dicks with Picks. Uh, wish Nathan was here, but, you know, the man's busy. Leave him alone, you know. I do nothing right now. I just kind of... I work from home and see customers, but I have way too much time on my hands. That's why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> so anyways, the Fantaseman versus Nadam Kaju. This one was interesting. Nathan was also in the same boat as Max. He needed a lot of points. I thought he was going to get it. He had some good matchups going, but he ended up getting the win. He had 96 points. I think he needed, I don't know, maybe like 120 to get in. But you know, So going through Nathan's team... Geno Smith, he continues to to produce. He got him 26.56 points. It's huge. 
Um, last week he got him 28, which I think was his personal best. So Nathan's probably loving that. Hopefully can get him a win this week so we don't go to the toilet bowl, but I digress. Derrick Henry, thank goodness, he's back. 121 yards and touchdown. Two fumbles, though. This is like three weeks in a row with at least a fumble. What's going on over there? Where'd you get your hands? The toilet store? <laughs> uh, Leonard Fournette only got him seven. He's back. I mean, that whole game was just weird. Purdy just went off. Tom Brady couldn't do anything. They only gave him four carries. I don't know. I don't even... It's just a weird game, but... Mari Cooper, he's been weird. He... I think he's either sick or hurt or something, but only got him five. Seven, uh, seven targets, only two catches. Uh, Jalen Waddle in the same boat. Only got him four. And Gerald Everett, he had a good game last week for Nathan, but this week... Kind of a dud. Five catches for 30 yards. Um, Keenan Allen. Glad he's back. 15 points for him. 12 catches, 92 yards. Wow. Oh, my God. 12 catches. That's pretty nice. Um, Justin Tucker. Auto Matt Tuck. 11 points. Steelers defense, three. Boy, am I glad I did not use them. Because um, I almost, I almost like, kept them. And that would have been bad. Which I'll get to that. But, um, yeah, Nathan got the win. There really wasn't many options out there for defense, so uh, which is why he already dropped him. But um, on his bench, he picked up Chuba Hubbard and paid some money for him, but you know didn't didn't start him. Same with DJ Chark, spending money on players but not starting him. Um, Chuba had 17. Um, didn't really expect that to happen against Seattle, but apparently, and what we saw last night in the Thursday night game, their defense is doo doo brown. D, well, DJ Chark, <laughs> almost forgot his name, got him 18 points, and Deontay Johnson got him 11. A lot of points left on the bench for Nathan here. I don't know. I wonder if it would have been enough. I might need to look into that, if that would have been enough to get him into the playoffs if he you know, started a better lineup. But, um, yeah, it would have been 127. Who knows? Stars could have aligned. But, yeah, I mean, kind of went through his team already. Nothing, nothing too crazy, but got the win. End of the season, five and nine. Who would have thought? You know. So moving on to Isaac's team. Um, I don't know what's going on, man. Last week we uh, we gave him this little. The kid is a L seven weenie. Yeah. But you know, he's not an L seven weenie anymore. And I wish I was saying that under better circumstances, and he would have a W1, but the man has eight losses in a row. Isaac, baby. What is going on, man? Your quarterback situation scares me. Any quarterback you touch, he just gets hurt. So you picked up Jared Goff this week. I have Jared Goff in another league, and if you give him bad juju, I will hunt you down. No, that's aggressive. No, fuck that. Yeah, don't do that. Drop Jared Goff, get someone else, because I don't want that juju on me. The only good thing about your team right now is Miles Sanders. Ramondre Stevenson usually is better, but he got hurt in that game. Very unfortunate. Gabe Davis, only four points also. Uh, James Conner, getting all the work in Arizona right now. He's kind of just like the beacon of hope, you know? It's It's been tough for Nadam Kaju lately. Uh, he is currently in the playoffs, though, because earlier in the year he scored so many points, and he just had bad luck, which that is the whole reason for the season of having the uh, the points for situation. 
for playoffs because, and this is just like the perfect example, uh, the man started five and one, <laughs> end of the year five and nine. That hurts, but like, like you said earlier, everyone's scoring like 140 points on him. So I believe he still has the uh, the poop emoji. Let's let's find out. Yep, big old poop emoji by his name. You really hate to see it, but he is currently playing Rob in the playoffs right now. And since we already had that Thursday night game, their projections both went down. Uh, but he's currently supposed to be beaten by 14 points. But who knows? He could turn things around. He could have a crazy game. That would be hilarious for all the high seeds to lose and all of us scum who just barely s- snuck in, like with negative uh, win percentage. I think we should do it. Clint, Isaac, Matt, let's beat these boys. Who needs a positive win ratio? Nobody. Absolutely bonkers that I'm allowed to say that, but... That's it for that matchup. Now on to my matchup. This one was wild. I needed a lot of points. So the way that it worked, Ricky was currently winning in points four above me by, I want to say it was 15 points, maybe 16 point yada, yada, yada. Uh, So I needed to outscore him by that map. Going into this game, this Monday night game between Arizona and the Patriots, I had, what did I even have? Going into this game, I had 109. Ricky had 103. So I needed the Patriots defense to score me 11 points. That's all I needed. Because the rest of my team, I had Tyler Lockett got me about 15. Good for you. Love you. Jalen Hurts got me 34. Amazing. Love that I picked him up. I think it was like third round or something, which is ridiculous. But hey, it's working for me. And then Jerry Judy. Coming out of nowhere, 73 yards and three touchdowns, got me 29 points. And then I took Isaac's kicker, Bill Maher, got me 11. Love it. So going into this matchup, I'm sitting here and watching the game. Kyler Murray gets hurt instantly. And you never want to see someone get hurt. But it did make me smile a little bit because I knew uh, Colt McCoy is coming in. And he's a good quarterback, but he throws interceptions. So I was just like, very quietly just waiting for something to happen. Nothing's going on the entire game. The first two quarters were just so boring. James Conner scored a touchdown, and then they got a field goal, so like those points just kind of knocked down at, at my defensive score. So I, I was sitting there with like eight points going into the second half, and I was like, damn it, I need something crazy to happen. And guess what? It did. Um, They got a fumble recovery for a touchdown, they had uh, an interception, and they just kept getting a bunch of sacks. So, Patriots defense, I drafted you. I dropped you. I picked you up for $8 when nobody else bid on you. But I am so glad that I did that. The past two or three weeks have been rough. I I started you when I shouldn't have because you, you played the Bills and the Vikings. And those were duds of games. Two points, four points. I was upset, but I still had faith. You got to have faith in the Patriots' defense. Because they always have a chance to pop off. And they did. It was like their third or fourth 20-point game this year. Ugh. All right, enough about my team. That was annoying. But I got enough points to get to the playoffs. So now we're playing Driscoll, and it's about to go down. So Andrew's team should not be forgotten because... 
This is like the fourth week in a row with 100 points. He ended with 103. And this is with Derek Carr only getting two points on that Thursday night game. He had Najee Harris get him 12. Zeke got him 15. Zay Jones was 17. Van Jefferson even had a touchdown. Uh, He had a late pickup with Okonkwo from the Tennessee uh, tight end, 15 points. Basically, everyone on his team had a touchdown except for David Carr. Derek Carr. Damn it, why do I always do that? Everyone on his team except for Derek Carr and his kicker had a touchdown. That's wild. Good shit, Andrew. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I believe you're playing Max right now in the... No, you're playing You're playing Ricky. I guarantee you Ricky's going to forget to set his lineup, and I believe you're going to win, and Ricky's going to have to do the punishment. That'd be hilarious. But we're rooting for you. Um, Nathan and Max are currently facing off. Who knows what's going to happen? The playoffs are wild right now. But I hope I didn't talk too fast there. It's a lot different when you're talking to yourself and not having someone to bounce off with. Um, but, yeah, that's that's it for the recaps. Uh, so, you know, there's not much news, NFL news, going on right now except for, uh, like, OBJ. I think we talk about him every week. I think he's officially going to the Cowboys. So that'll be kind of fun. But um, I did not actually go through and get the kicker points for weekly uh, payout, but we'll figure it out in a little bit. So the next thing we can go to is the waiver wire. Let's talk about it. So there was a few waiver wires, kind of random, just because, you know, ad drops, whatever, kind of limit that. But there were some good ones. So after Monday's game, uh, what is his name? Pierre, Pierre Strong, yeah, Pierre Strong, he went off, um, they didn't have that many carries, but he definitely used them to his advantage, because he ended up getting a bunch of yards, uh, and a touchdown, and, you know, Matt really liked that, he spent $18 on this guy, and he didn't even need to spend anything, nobody else wanted him, I don't think anybody even knew who he was, but Matt threw out some money. I think he still had like 50 bucks left, so why not? You're going to the playoffs? Who cares? He also got the Packers defense for 7 bucks, which is an interesting call. They're playing the Rams, and I don't know. It's kind of just like a, a weird risk to take because who knows what Baker's going to do. But they are playing in Green Bay with the cold, playing an L.A. team, so it could definitely go in their favor. Um, I wonder, I don't know if it's snowing, I'm assuming it is, it's December in Green Bay, so if it's a snow game, it's going to be fun, it's going to be a lot of running, probably a lot of fumbles, so good pick up on Matt. And then the never-ending love cycle with Andrew and Trevor Lawrence. This is now his like fourth time picking up this guy, Uh, spent five bucks on him, dropped Eric Carr, and Isaac, this poor guy, he wanted to pick him up. He spent five bucks as well, but I guess Andrew was um, just first in the waiver, so he ended up getting him. They tied at five bucks, and Andrew got him. And then Clint, he went for Daniel Jones. Um, he might do well. I mean, he's playing the Commanders, so there's really no telling how that game's gonna go. Uh, it literally was in a tie last time, 2020. So who knows? And then Clint also, in Clint fashion, he got another defense off the um, off the waivers which he did draft the Saints defense, and now he's come full circle. Uh, at regular season's done, and he wanted his boys back. He won him for $3 over Driscoll for zero. 
I really wish Driscoll would have won this because I don't know if the Saints are going to do well with defense. Um, Max, he got Corey Davis for $0. I feel like he's added and dropped him a few times. Um, he's off an injury, so we'll see if, if Mike White's going to throw him the ball. And then Ogunbowale. Definitely didn't pronounce that right, but Robbie picked him up um, because David Pierce is injured. So he might get all the touches. I feel like he will. Rex is more of like a passing back. Um, Ogunbowale, is, he's shown that he's can he can take the rock to the house, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Clint, he picked up Drake London again. And very interesting because he actually drafted him. I didn't realize he dropped him, but he picked him up again. And then Max got Nico Collins. All those those last four were all for zero dollars. Didn't really need to mention him, but I just kind of felt like going through him. So I already kind of mentioned that he picked up Jared Goff. Isaac had paid ten bucks for him, and Clint lost with one dollar. Um, so you know he's gonna see what Jared Goff can do. He's been really hot lately, playing a tough defense in the Jets, but we'll see. And then there was one more uh, waiver pickup by our very own Nathan Ochoa. He got the Ravens defense for six bucks. J.O. tried for zero, pod pressure. Could have got it for two, like the typical, but you know, Nathan's not taking that that risk, and I respect it. Um, so that's, that's all of the uh, waiver pickups, except for one hour ago, Clint picked up Tom Brady, dropped Dano Jones for one whole dollar. Could have got him for free. So we'll see. I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, again, I feel like I'm just blazing through this right now. But that's all the waivers. Um, so now we can just preview these these upcoming matchups. Maybe go through some dicks with picks. So I wanted to talk to Nathan about our Riverboat Gramblers. Because I kind of went through and I calculated. And boy, I got fucked twice. So we'll start with dicks with picks. I was up all year by at least six it was like you know six to eight i was i was beating nate and there was one game or one week where i went zero for six while nate went five for one really just blazed through this so that got him ahead by one point and then last week we tied because i had that parlay and then this week nathan squeaked out a four and two and i was only three and three so it is official nathan ochoa has one dicks with picks um, I don't believe we're extending this to playoffs. I feel like it's just a regular season thing. It'd be nice to do the playoffs because then I can you know, potentially make some back. But I just don't, I don't know. I kind of like to stop into the regular season. And then we go to Riverboat Gramblers where, once again, I'll explain just in case. Nathan and I went through and we kind of predicted what we thought was going to be the playoff spots. So the way the point system works and how we're deciding this is if you guess somebody correct to go through the playoffs, that is one point, just one, if you guess them correct. But if you guess them in the exact same spot as they are, then that's two points instead of one. So for example, Nathan has Driscoll and Jeff in that order winning the East Division. Since he got those exactly right, that's two points each. He had four points out of there. So the totals for uh, Riverboat Gramblers, I had a total of nine points. Riverboat Gramblers, very solid. Um, I had some, I had some wild predictions in there. I kind of thought a lot of sh- uh, stuff would happen, but Nathan, 
he guessed so many right. He got 11 points in, in River Bowl Gramblers. He is crowned the winner, the victor of the regular season playoff predictions, dicks with picks, and all. He's just killing it, you know? He hasn't been on the pod the last two weeks. Uh, like I said, very busy. Um, so hopefully I can take over and, you know, do fine this week. But we're going to be seeing each other next week. So we'll actually be doing a live recording with both of us in the same room. So it's going to be kind of fun. But Nathan won. And what that means is at our next draft, I have to go to the, you know, dinner or casino, wherever we go. For one night, I have to wear my shoes on the wrong feet, and that's going to suck. It's like just it's just uncomfortable enough for it to suck. So that whole night, I'm, I'm going to be thinking about how bad I was at these picks and how good Nathan was. So congratulations, Nate. You earned it. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through and do some, some playoff predictions, though. Um, so first off, number one. Versus the bottom seed. I actually don't know what seed I am. I guess it'd be number eight because there's eight people in here. But it's me versus Driscoll. And you know, I just, I need some motivation here. I'm fighting a champion. This man has a lot of points. A lot of good players. He's got Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Austin Eckler, and Tony Pollard. Get real. What am I supposed to do? What I'm telling my guys, we have to rally up. We have to work together, score as many points as possible, and we got to take down this monster of a team. So yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I only got 10 points out of Tyler Lockett, so and then he broke his fingers. Eh, I don't know. I would like to say and just be confident and, and family going to win. So that's what I'm going to do. Driscoll, you're going down. You're not hearing this part of this podcast, but I don't care. You're going to lose so bad. Your matchups suck, and you're going to get no points. It's going to be fun. So next matchup between the number two, Jeff, a.k.a. Jeff, Sloppy sloppy Seconds, Peach Cobbler, Jeff. He's playing Matt. Gritty, gritty, bang, gang. And you know... He already got 22 points out of McCaffrey and 23 out of Kittle. Um, So he's projected a lot. But, I don't know. I feel like Matt, we undervalue him and his team. He was very, you know, he wasn't scoring many points early on. He had such a good team, riddled with injuries. And then now, his team is showing out. I mean, he's got McKinnon against Houston, which terrible run defense and they're going to be up they're going to score quick they're going to score often and then they're just going to run the ball i don't know justin jefferson against the colts it's kind of a good defense but who knows i'm gonna i'm gonna no i gotta go jeff i I can't not go jeff his team is so fucking good it's ridiculous it's not even fair Ugh, hate it um but then Coming in next, the number three versus number eight. This is the good boys versus Nadam Kaju. Um, I think just, you know, sorry, Isaac. You're going to have another loss. It's going to be L9. Robbie's going to win. 
Now, I think that's going to happen. What I want to happen, I think it'd be hilarious if your one win in nine weeks is against Rob in first round of the playoffs because that's just what Rob does. We've seen the stats. We've seen the history. Rob just, he likes to lose in the first round of the playoffs. I don't, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It just happens. So I'm picking Rob to win, but it would be hilarious if Isaac won. Um, And then the next matchup is J.O., something fruity, versus Clint, which he changed his name to win it for Kyler because that's what we're doing now. I mean, this is an easy one. I'm going J.O. Clint's team is garbage, and he only got a couple points out of Ayuk. Yeah, I mean, easy as that. I think J.O.'s going to win. Move on. And then I guess I could go through these consolation brackets. I think I already said it. I think Andrew's going to win against Ricky. He's going to win, and then Ricky's going to get into the uh, last place. And Max is also in contention. He he could do the unthinkable. He could do the fantasy punishment two years in a row. And that would not be good. I know that he's he's been working on his fitness. You know, he's been in the gym. He's been running. He's been working on that endurance. Is he foreshadowing? Does he need it for this challenge? Is he going to lose? Is Nathan going to show out, just absolutely dominate this week? And then is Ricky going to beat Max? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be fun to watch. We got Saturday games. We got Sunday games. We got Monday games. We got a lot of football coming. And then we have football football at like 7 a.m. World Cup final. France versus Argentina. Insane. Going to be crazy. Mbappe versus Messi. Griezmann. Nah, I don't really know any other Argentina players. But hope that goes well. Hope this week goes well. I should write down my picks, even though they're on this recording. I should write them down just to see if I get them right. Because I probably won't. That's just how it goes, you know? But, um... I have no idea how this podcast is going. I keep I keep bringing attention to it, which I probably shouldn't. But, by myself, talking to myself, I like to ramble. That's just what I do. Um, so... I mean, I think that just about does it. We wrapped it up in like 40 minutes, which is crazy. Really having someone back and forth is it's it's definitely uh definitely helps out. Helps get some content. It's not just a very I don't know if I'm am I monotone? Who knows? But I try to knock this out by myself. If you hated it, let me know. If you liked it, let me know. But um, we will see you next week with. Uh, Nathan will actually be able to record. It's going to be great. Hopefully we play some golf. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. We'll see you next week, baby.